Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem, and he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten lepers came to meet him. Leprosy is a terrible disease, which covers your skin and rots your body so that it falls off a piece at a time until you die. It's extremely contagious. So you can't be around other people who have it. So if you get leprosy, in the Old Testament there was a bunch of rules about if you get any kind of disease on your skin. And here's the thing, too. They couldn't tell for sure if you had like some kind of thing on your skin. They didn't have any good like medical way of knowing what was leprosy and what wasn't. So if you got some disease on your skin, you had to like go away be away from everybody else and if it went away then you could show yourself to the priest and if it was all gone then he then you could come back but if it wasn't then you had to live in a leper colony with other lepers for the rest of your life which would probably be short and painful okay would you would you uh, so, get to eat something well sure people would probably bring food and leave it and then go away and then you would go and get it but you couldn't see people if people were coming to you you had to call out, you had to cover your face like this and go, unclean, unclean. And if, and if you had to leave your family and you leave your friends and you couldn't be around any of them. And, you know, you probably would want to be around them, but you also probably wouldn't want to because you wouldn't want them to get leprosy too. So it's a terrible thing. Well, it's interesting. So it's, that's why it says that they stand at a distance from Jesus and lift up their voices and cry out loudly so they can hear, he can hear them. And they say, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And of course, what they mean is, help us, heal us. When he saw them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priests. Now, <clears throat> you can see when you have leprosy, your skin's all weird looking, okay? And the law of Moses said, you show yourself to the priest if it's all gone. When he told them to go and show themselves to the priests, they still had it. So in order to go and show themselves to the priests, they had to trust Jesus' word that they were going to be healed, to some degree anyway. So they start to go, and as they are on the way to the priest, they're cleansed. They can probably see it happening. The, the, the disease just disappearing from their body. When he saw it, one of the ten turned back and came to Jesus and praised God with a loud voice and fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Praising God and thanking God because he recognized that Jesus was God. And this man was a Samaritan. The other nine were not Samaritans, they were Jews. They went straight to the priest and they were healed too. But they didn't come back to give thanks to God. So Jesus said, didn't I cleanse ten? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, it says there, your faith has made you well. But it's hard to tell sometimes in the Greek what is meant by this phrase. Because literally it says, your faith has saved you. So sometimes when you read it, you're like, does it mean your faith is what has cleansed you from your disease? Or does it mean your faith has saved you in a different way? And I think it means the second. Because all ten were cleansed, just like Jesus says. 
but only one of them came back to give thanks to God. Jesus highlights this and says to the man, your faith has saved you because this man alone out of the 10, at least at this point, has faith in Jesus. And this man is saved by faith. Jesus is who cleansed them, but Jesus also cleanses us from something worse than leprosy. Can you think of any ways that sin is like leprosy? What do you think, Samara? Um, you like, so when you sin, like, yeah. What does leprosy do to people? Uh, it hurts them. Okay, does sin hurt us? Yes. Yep. What else does leprosy do to people? <coughs> it makes them not, so if we have sin, we can't be by God, kind of. Right? Yes. Yeah, leprosy. and we can't be from other people. It stops Le- us from being for, by other people. Yes, leprosy separates people. Sin separates people, too. Sin separates us from God. There's a passage in the Old Testament that said that your sins have separated you from your God so that he will not hear you. And that's what sin leads to with death as well. Like sin brings us eternal death, the death of of hell and torment, where we're eternally separated from God. That's what's so terrible about death. That's why for people who believe in Jesus, death isn't so terrible because it doesn't separate us from God. Like you said, Samara, sin also separates us from other people. Like how so? Like if you sin, is it contagious? Like your sister was going to like catch sin from you? No. no. Actually, kind of. No. Because a lot of times when you sit against her, then how does she sometimes react? You know how let's say your sister asks you to do something nicely and then you don't do it and then she rips something away from you and then you hurt her and then she hurts you back. Yeah, and then it tends to escalate. Not only that, but then sometimes when people sit against other people, it makes them not want to be by that person. Or if they feel really bad about something they've done, instead of going and saying sorry, sometimes they just stay away from that person. Our sins tend to make us alone. There was a pastor who said once that sin wants to have a man to itself. Sin wants to make you think that you have to keep it secret and keep it safe. Like what Gandalf said about the ring. You can't tell anyone. That no one will understand. That no one will like you anymore. Sin tells you all these lies. They wouldn't be lies if it wasn't for Jesus. If sin is like leprosy in that it kills us and it separates us and it hurts us and it's contagious, then Jesus, just like he heals leprosy, is the only one who can heal sin. He takes away the death that our sin brings. He takes away the guilt and shame of sin. That's why we don't have to keep it secret and keep it to ourselves. We can confess our sins to God and to one another and we can live by forgiveness. Forgiveness is what brings us together. The forgiveness of sins in Jesus unites us with God. And the forgiveness of sins that we can give to one another is what unites us with one another in a, in a church, in a gathering of believers, and as a family. That's why we always want you guys to say sorry to each other, and then I forgive you. Yeah, and Jesus forgives you. That's the most important thing. Jesus' forgiveness is at the heart of all of it. That's why one of the apostles, I think it was Apostle Paul, he was definitely the Apostle Paul, once said, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. He also said this once in, the, in his letter to the Ephesians. He was writing to a group of people that were mostly Gentiles, foreigners, like this leper, who was no longer a leper, was a foreigner. And he said, 
that you guys used to be strangers and aliens. You used to be separated from God's people. You used to be separated from God, but you who used to be far away, he has brought near by the blood of his cross. That's what Jesus' cross does. It brings us near and it reconciles. There's another great passage in 2 Corinthians, also written by the Apostle Paul, that says that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself by not imputing their trespasses to them because he made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin in our place so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. It's like on the cross, he took our leprosy and gave us his health and life.